Hi, my name's Diana Trepkoff, and I'd like to welcome you to my new podcast called Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? I'm a forensic artist who's completed hundreds of law enforcement cold cases, and I can tell you firsthand the pain and suffering I have witnessed on families of missing loved ones. I can see the pain on their face, I can hear the pain in their voice, and I feel it in my heart. My dream is that all missing persons will be found and there will never be another missing person ever again. That's what I pray for. That's what I hope for. And that is my dream. So please welcome my new podcast, Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? And one by one, let's bring these missing loved ones home. Thank you. listening to my podcast, Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? Um, This is an emergency podcast episode. We're putting this out immediately. Right now I have on the line Simone, and she's the aunt of Mia Mercano. And she's a 19-year-old beautiful girl with brown hair, green eyes, and she just went missing almost 48 hours ago. And I'm so sorry, Simone, this must be so hard for you. And um, thank you so much for having the courage to come on the podcast and and show your love for Mia and say what you know. So hopefully the listeners, someone will know something and they can come forward with the information so we can hopefully find Mia and bring her back home. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, again, I'm sorry. I know this is so hard. I can feel it. Like I can feel it in my heart. And I always, my heart always goes out to all missing people out there. And I know their families go through such mental torture. So I am sorry. And we are here to help. Um, if you want to let everybody know, what is Mia like, her personality? Talk a little bit about her so we can get to know her and then explain any circumstances that you're able to. Mia is family-oriented. She's an old soul at heart. She loves to spend time, a lot of time with her grandparents. She checks in with her dad at least nine to ten times a day. She would text him just to say, hi, handsome. It's your most beautiful daughter in the whole wide world. As a matter of fact, it's your favorite child. Mm -hmm. She would hang up. That would be the gist of their conversation. She calls my kids, who are her best friends. Even when she comes over, she goes down to their age level, which is six and five. She plays with them. She spends a lot of time with all the smaller kids in the family. Mm -hmm. She loves sleepovers she loves girl time she's a girly girl very much into her hair and makeup and the princess that she is um it has been a nickname since she was small we always called her princess iman print which is her middle name princess mia she has competed in pageants she has won pageant queen several times several different pageants throughout the united states the u.s virgin islands where her mom is from She is driven. She's very, what, I don't understand how to put this. She is, she's motivated when she puts her mind to something, she's going to do it. She's pretty quiet. Like I said, she likes to spend time with family. She's not much of a TV person. She can be a homebody at times. And she's a, she's just a lovable person overall. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at her picture right now on the missing persons poster and she's beautiful. She has a beautiful, big smile, nice, big white teeth, really nice eyes. Um, she looks, as you're talking about her, I can see everything you're saying is is true, 100% true, because she's a beautiful girl and you can see her. She turns heads yeah. no matter where she is. Like a happy person in her soul shines right through. I see that. And um, a personality of gold. She makes you laugh. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's warm hearted. She looks like a beautiful person inside and out. And um, so she's 19 years old. And um, if you can, I guess, whatever you know, whatever you're able to say without harming the investigation, please let everyone know. How did this all, when did this all happen? When did it start? She went missing. So Thursday, I spoke with Mia and she asked me along with an aunt and a grandmother to come up to Orlando and spend the weekend with her. She said she missed family. We were all unable to come. We all had stuff going on. So and as much as we couldn't visit her, her grandmother said, you come home. Her grandmother bought her a ticket for Friday night to fly from Orlando to Fort Lauderdale. Friday morning, Mia went to work. She works at the leasing um, office at her housing community in, in Arden. I'm trying to remember. Arden Villas. I'm sorry. I couldn't remember the name of the community. So she works in the leasing office at Arden Villas and this is where she resides. And she was at work. Orange County, United States. Yes. Okay. So she's in Orlando. She went to work and she got off of work at 5 p.m. She was the last person to close the leasing office. She was seen walking to her apartment, which I can say is maybe not even a two minute walk. I want to say about a minute and a half to come down the hill, go to her building and then make a left where now it becomes a blind spot. Around lunchtime, she spoke with her dad. Maybe around 3 p.m. She spoke with her grandmother. After five, Mia's phone went to voicemail. It just kept going to voicemail, going to voicemail. Mia is the type of person that when her phone, if her phone is dying or she doesn't have signal, she will check in from another phone, especially with her father. If it's one person she checked in with several times of a day, it's her dad. And, and what's her dad's her, name? Her dad's name is Marlon McCarno. Okay. Her grandmother, Joy Sue Thompson, was calling her. The phone kept going to voicemail. Several people in the family called. Everyone kept saying, it's strange. Mia phone is never dead. You know, these young people these days, they're always on their phone. They have backup chargers. Yes. The phone kept going straight to voicemail. It was strange. Her dad was on a flight coming into Fort Lauderdale from LA. So give or take about six hours. There's no communication between the father and any of the family members because he's in flight now. Yes. Around... 9 p.m., maybe closer to about 8.30, which is when Mia should have been heading to the airport, checking in for her flight on Southwest Airlines. And her grandmother said, it's not like Mia. I haven't heard from Mia. At 11 p.m., grandma decided to go to Fort Lauderdale Airport, hoping that Mia would have been walking off the airport and had some story about the phone dropped in the toilet, the phone, I lost my phone, whatever it was, we were expecting to pick up Mia in Fort Lauderdale. 
The flight deplaned, there was no Mia. They then confirmed with Southwest that Mia never checked in for the flight. Once her dad landed in Fort Lauderdale, that's when the phone calls throughout the family started happening. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Has anybody heard from Mia? Has anyone seen Mia? Her father immediately called 911 and wanted to and did file a missing persons report. Okay. I called Marlon. I asked him what was going on. He said he doesn't know. He can't find Mia. I got in my car. I went to his house let alone to see other family members there. And I went to pick up Marlon so we can drive to Orlando. With that being said, everyone in the house said we're all going. We left Fort Lauderdale at approximately midnight. We arrived to Arden Villas at 3.15 a.m. Saturday morning. When we got here, the security guard was there, along with two other cousins that was already in the Orlando area that drove over to the apartment complex. We called Mia's roommate and she said she would be on her way because she was the only one who had keys who could let us into the apartment. It took her maybe about 40 minutes before she arrived. So now we're looking at about 4 a.m. Once her roommate arrived, she opened the door. She let us into the apartment. We went into Mia's room. We saw several things which I can't discuss at the current moment. It's not like Mia to leave her bed unmade. Mia is a very particular person. She's a very neat person. She's a clean person. Everything about the room was not Mia. From the sheets off the bed to busted jewelry that she never takes off, amongst other things that we saw. We noticed that there, there had to have been, there was no forced entry. So something happened where someone had access to this apartment. Someone, some way, somehow took Mia. We called the cops. Now we wanted to speak with the officers face-to-face. We wanted to know what happened when they arrived. What did they see? What did they see that we're looking at? Did we see the same things? We wanted to speak more with the officers. Yeah. The officers arrived. They explained to us what happened and we honestly, it wasn't enough. We walked around the complex. We waited till the sun started rising. We spoke with the security guard. We started approaching um, all the other tenants, which they're all college students. We wanted to know, did you hear anything? Did you see anything, anything out of the ordinary? And what amazed me is that no one heard anything. They didn't seem to hear any screaming. They didn't seem to hear anything that would have alarmed them that something was going on, which was pretty strange. Yeah. But they did give us other information. Again, it's, it's certain things that I cannot say at this given point because of the investigation, yeah. but it was helpful, very helpful information. Okay. Throughout the day, um, cops, uh, detectives, they were there. They started getting on it, like the helicopters came out, the dogs came out, forensics came out, and this has been going like this since we arrived in Orlando. At 5 p.m. today was 48 hours, and we have no sign of Mia. I'm, I have chills talking to you right now. No, I wanted to I tell you. I feel her in my soul. I feel her in my heart. Yeah. 
I feel her presence. I believe Mia is alive. I believe Mia was kidnapped. I believe it was by someone that knows Mia, that knew her routine. Mia went to school. Mia went to work. Mia went home. Mia went to school. Mia went to work. Mia went home. It became a, a routine that anyone could have looked at yeah. and knew her schedule. I... I just wanted to say you're doing really good with all the facts. You're speaking amazing on her behalf to help her. I know in my heart, she'd be so proud of you. I, I can feel that because you're, you're doing amazing. I'm sorry. It's so hard. Like you said, you have the chills and stuff. But I just wanted to let you know, you're doing really good explaining all the facts. So thank you. I'm trying, I'm trying to hold it. And I'm trying to contain myself. I want to, I want the public to know. I want the world to know. Yeah. I want everyone to understand what we're feeling. I want everyone to help us bring Mia home. We have not slept. We are here. The family keeps coming in. Friends keep coming in. They're driving in from all over. We have the support. Mia has that support. Mia knows that. And I know wherever Mia is, I know she's alive. I know she can hear us. I know she's hanging on. She's holding on. She has been given us signs for the past 48 hours. And I feel like we're getting closer and closer, but it's still not enough. Yeah. I feel like we're living in a dream and none of us are waking up from Elm Street. And Mia is crying for help. And I'm coming to you, Diana, for help. Yeah. We don't know what else to do at this point. We understand that it is an open investigation. We are respecting that law enforcement are is doing what they're trained to do. And... Mm -hmm. I hate sitting around feeling helpless. I hate, I, I see the dogs, I see the canines, I hear the helicopters and I know they're working. I know they're working behind the scenes and I know we're gonna bring Mia home. Mia is, this is not Mia's life. This is not gonna be Mia's story. Yeah. This is not, I, even if Mia is being tortured right now, that's something we'll get through to get together. We're here for her. And I need everyone to know that this is not okay. You don't just kidnap someone or it's, it's just not okay. Yeah, I'm so These past 48 hours has, I, I, I can't explain to you what her father feels. You just spoke to him? You just spoke to him? Did any I spoke to him and I wanted him to do this podcast. Yeah. Unfortunately, he is not in a mental capacity to speak yeah. about his missing baby girl. Mia is the community child. And I don't think anyone will understand that unless you knew Mia and you knew our lifestyle in South Florida. All her friends, all her father's friends are her parents. All my friends are her aunts and uncles. All her mother friends are also her parents. Mia is just a love child all around. Yeah. And we're asking you to help us bring her home. Yeah, I'm looking at her picture. I'm looking at her smiling. We her have picture. walked around the neighborhoods. We have handed out flyers. We have gone to the sister neighborhood to the apartment complex where she was currently abducted from. And I, I just feel like no one seems to know anything. So where did Mia vanish to? She's not, there's nothing wrong with her. She's she very much 
mental stability. She has no illnesses. She's not on any medication. She wasn't depressed. She didn't have any boyfriend issues. She was very close with a cousin of ours, Kaylee. Kaylee knows a lot of me as personal information. There was no boyfriend issues or anything like that. So we ruled out runaway, especially. When Can you hear me? And oh, you just it just went blank for a while. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, it's just technology every now and then. If you want to just repeat the last sentence. What was I saying? Um, I it's just not me as behavior. This yeah. this isn't she's she's a normal child, she's a happy child. Yeah, she and has a boyfriend for, for her to know that she was coming home, like I said, no boyfriend issues. She doesn't even currently have a boyfriend. Okay. Where did Mia vanish to? Yeah, I, I can tell you're a very loving family um, from everything you're saying. I can, you have a lot of passion. You're an amazing person. I can tell just by talking to you. Um, and like I said, I'm looking at her and I'm hoping she'll be found as soon as possible, unharmed and safe. Um, we have listeners in 76 countries around the world in 2,507 cities worldwide. So this will go out tonight. We're going to get it out everywhere. We're going to share it. We're asking if anybody knows anything about where Mia is to come forward. No tip is too small. And um, yeah, contact the Orange County Sheriff's, the Sheriff's Office. And the phone number is 407 836 Four three five seven, and the case number is two one six nine zero zero five. So please do the right thing and contact the sheriff's office and say anything you know. Um, no tip is too small. Sometimes people feel silly and they don't want to call in a tip because they think it's a silly small tip. And you'd be surprised; those little tips go a long way. And please help for Mia to be found as soon as possible and help her family who loves her so much. And um, what, what else did you want to say about her? Anything else? Just to reiterate what you said, if you know something, if you've seen something, yes. we're asking you to please call. We're asking you to bring me a home. We're asking you to help us. She's somebody's daughter. She's somebody's cousin. She's somebody's friend. She's somebody's aunt. She's somebody's sister. The pain that we're feeling is unimaginable. I have never felt anything like this before in my life. I have never felt the pain that I am feeling now. Her father couldn't even bring himself. He still can't fathom the fact that his daughter is missing. His baby girl is missing. Princess Mia is missing. All I ask is that you share her pictures, send any messages out at social media. Social media seems to be the, the going way of getting the word out fast these days. So yeah. if anyone knows anything, please come forward, contact Orange County Sheriff's Department. Yeah. And, and let's, let, yeah. let's not make this another case of a missing child. Well, she's not a child. She's 19. But in our eyes, she's a child and she's missing. And we're asking everyone to just bring her home.
Yeah, she's so young, only 19. She has her whole life ahead of her. And um, again, so anyone, please call the police as soon as possible. If you know something at 407-836-4357. You can also leave a tip on www.canihelpfindyourmissingloveone. But we urge you to call the police. It's their investigation and they're working around the clock right now. So please call them with any tips. Help for Mia to come home. Um, and safe and my heart's beating so fast because I can hear the pain in your voice and I I feel for all of you I've I've interviewed so many people and I've worked close with families over 200 families and I it's mental torture what they go through and I think what you're doing is great because you're getting the story out as soon as possible and that's the biggest thing right when this is fresh get it out because somebody knows something somebody's seen something and if they can come forward we can bring Mia home as soon as possible and I'm sorry again um, Simone, that you're going through this. My heart goes out to you. And your cousin, Sean, I, I spoke to him. He sounds like a wonderful person. And he knows the associate producer, Marty. So we're all going to try. He actually calls Mia his little kitten. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to try as hard as we can on our end. And we're going to get this out. Like I said, I'll sh share on social media get everything we're going to put everything out tonight get our missing persons poster her pictures we do all the artwork get the write-up and we're going to have this episode live shortly so i just wanted to say i'm sorry from the bottom of my heart what you're going through um i got the shakes i can feel the pain talking to you and i really i really hope that we're going to find her soon so you can give her a big hug and let her know how much you all love her and i'm sure she knows i'm so sorry this is happening we just want her home yeah, you're, you're in a meeting. Is there anything you would like to say before we end? No, I think I think you get it. I think you also felt it. And I'm hoping that all the listeners out there and everyone who will be seeing these missing person posters and hearing this podcast, I pray to God that you feel it deep down inside and understand the pain that this family is going through currently and that you will do what it takes as we are doing what we can to bring me a home. Yeah, thank you very much. And I'm so sorry. Again, if anybody knows anything, if you've seen something, because someone always knows something out there, please do the right thing. Call Orange, Orange County Sheriff's Office immediately, 407-836-4357, or you can email us and leave a tip at www.canihelpfindyourmissingloveone.com. We're here to help and to locate Mia as soon as possible. So thank you so much, Simone, for having thank the you courage. For having, me. for having me. And thank you. And um, I'm hoping for a really happy ending on this. We all are. Okay. So thank you everyone for listening to Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One? Please subscribe to the podcast. You could be the reason a missing loved one comes home or a murderer is caught and taken off the streets. Until next time, I wish you all the best. Stay safe and contribute. And Simone, I'm going to try as hard as, we're all going to try as hard as we can to pull together and help find Mia. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Can I Help Find Your Missing Loved One is created, produced, and hosted by Diana Trepkoff. Associate producer and sound editing by Marty Brown. Please don't forget to call in any tips. Thank you.